Good morning and welcome to Ask Andy, a daily podcast about personal injury practice in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I'm Andrew Newworth. You can reach me at 215-259-3687 or on the web at newworthlaw, N-E-U-W-I-R-T-H-L-A-W.com. I wanted to talk to you today about cars hitting pedestrians. So, we, you know, we prefer this doesn't happen and it causes a lot of injury when it does happen. So there are good cases as lawyers, there are bad cases as victims, uh, and the insurance companies don't usually have much of a defense, you know, in your typical case. So in your very typical case, a woman's crossing the street, she's in the crosswalk, she's hit by a car, and she breaks her left leg. You know, is there any defense to that? Usually not. Cars are always supposed to yield the right of way to people. You know, with the exception of a person clearly crossing the street on red, you know, even that situation, a car's got to watch out for people ahead of it. So you're going to be looking for maximum insurance coverage for the injury in that situation. If, you know, the person's not that hurt, as the lawyer, you're probably not going to take that case because, you know, what? there's not much to pursue there. Next, you know, common situation we have is people who are hit not in the crosswalk. Now, a crosswalk is any place where, you know, roads intersect or there's a clearly defined crossing area. That doesn't mean you need to have white hatch marks or white lines uh, or even a stop sign and a stop line. You know, a crosswalk is anywhere where pedestrians will cross. It's usually at adjoining streets or income, you know, where streets come into other streets. But what happens if you're crossing in the middle of a block and there's no crosswalk? You know, usually that's sort of a 50-50 situation. And, you know, I've seen those cases lost at trial because the jury sort of says, look, what was the driver supposed to do? Um, you know, there are lots of facts that go into that analysis. And, you know, sometimes they're in favor of the of the driver and sometimes they're not. The, the one situation that occurs more frequently, you know, at least historically in, in my area is... When children dart out into the street chasing a ball or they're just being children, they don't know what they're doing. So, you know, we call those dart out cases. They're hard cases because, you know, even the child is usually pretty seriously injured, but the liability is usually in favor of the driver. So that's usually a potential case to settle pre-suit because at the end of the day, if in, you know, in Pennsylvania, at least, if you're 50% responsible for the crash, you're, you know, not going to have a, a verdict in your favor. Now, children with children's, you know, under the age of eight are really kind of deemed not liable under any circumstances, no matter how strange that may seem. So if a child under eight, let's say a six year old runs out in front of your car and you hit him or her, you know, you're going to get a claim from the defense lawyer. It's just a question of what it's worth and, and you know, how bad the child's injuries are. Um, so, you know, that's kind of the dart-out case and the mid-block crossing case. The facts that change these case analyses are really the circumstances surrounding the impact. So, you know, if you're driving along in an area where there are school children and a kid darts out in your car and is hit, you got to be thinking a little bit more about, hey, this driver knew or should have known what was a possible 
you know, occurrence up ahead. You know, if there are no children around and some kid darts out and you had no way of seeing them, or if it's nighttime and there's, you know, no hint of children around, <clears throat> your driver is less, you know, culpable or responsible for seeing the roadway. That's just sort of, to me, you know, simple logic or analysis. But, you know, most drivers will say, look, I didn't see the children around. And, you know, most kids are not out alone um, in situations where they're going to run out into the street. So, you know, it's a lot of fact-dependent analysis there. But your basic case where a pedestrian is hit, the car is going to be held responsible. The car driver, you know, may not have had an opportunity to see the person in time to stop. And that's a different, slightly different calculation. Let's say you're on a country road and someone's crossing this, the road and the person is crossing appropriately, but the car's going too fast. You know, the speed limit maybe is 25 on the country road and the driver's going 40. Now that minor difference in speed of 15 miles an hour may not give the car driver time to stop his or her car under the circumstances. So basically, you know, the person was going a little too fast in their car. They're over the speed limit, which is never allowable in court cases. And, you know, if they'd been going the speed limit, maybe they could have stopped the car. So, you know, the car driver will always say, look, I had no inclination or inkling that this person was going to cross. And, you know, the as the lawyer, what you end up doing is going out to the scene, taking some photos, seeing how far the person could have seen if they were driving the car at, at that time of day. And usually in my experience, if I'm going to take the case, you know, it's a, it's a flat, straight roadway. It's not curved. It's not hilly. Um, you know, those are the pretty easy-er cases. So that's what, you know, we're looking for is the clear, simple, straightforward case that is easily understandable by everyone. All right, that's enough today for Ask Andy on pedestrians hit by cars. I'm Andrew Newworth, and I hold people accountable. Thank you. <laughs>